alley-oop pass to Copeland! That's what we've been waiting for. Unbelievable timing on that. And it's the Tigers straight away. Game. Alley-oop! What a start! Welcome to the Ultimate Super Coach and Fantasy Sports Show. You are now listening to the Insight Fantasy Sports Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Insight Fantasy Sport. This is our uh, review show. I know that we don't usually do it on a Sunday. We've got some stuff on Wednesday, so we're doing Sunday and Tuesday this week. Um, as always, we're brought here today by the Standard Squeeze, Ryan from Astute Newstead, and Bonus Bank. I'm the SE Matrix, and I'm here with Hammer. How was your weekend, mate? And also, tell us about your Spotify wrap-up. What have you listened to this year? <laughs> well, I've, I've listened to a lot of us trying to get our numbers up. Um <laughs> Man, my weekend was all right. It was uh, my worst wife's birthday, so uh, did a little bit of that sort of stuff and had a pretty good round in head-to-head this week. Oh, fuck off. Um, <laughs> How was your weekend? Look, I did it. I did enjoy the cake that you made for your miso. That was, that was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And uh, J. Cole still sits at the top of my Spotify wrap-up, in case you were wondering. I just got... <laughs> Just got just got back from the parents' place, got out of the pool. I'm looking looking all tanned and shit. Didn't have time to put my Bullets jersey on, but you know what? I would have taken it off by about halftime in that game. Um, look, on today's show, it's a bit of a weird day, but we're going to cover our teams. We're going to review the games from a Supercoach perspective. We're going to touch on some trade thoughts and answer all your questions along the way. Squeeze of the week's going to happen on Tuesday uh, because the week hasn't wrapped up yet. And uh, and we'll tell you all our ranks and everything on Tuesday in our preview show. Um, I believe it's a little bit of a weird week next week because this game's pretty much all week next week. So we'll start chatting uh, with a little bit of that. And yes, I do look like I've had a little bit of an early start on the standard squeeze by about 11 a.m. this morning. So you are in for a great treat. Um, Nothing mate, let's, let's head into, team. look, before I hear you gloating, I'm just going to have a chat about my team. Um, I finished on 365, which was enough to beat Banksy and Podmasters, but not enough to get hammer this week. And, um, yeah, those that watch, uh, multiple NBL podcasts probably know what I'm talking about there. Um, I won about half of my legs and look, it wasn't too bad. I did decide to bring in Creek this week, um, which... Oh, can I say backfired? It probably did. I've still got Josh Roberts on my bench. I kept Denzel Valentine, uh, which 24 in the single week was pretty good. Even keeping Taron Armstrong, which the old knee-jerk reaction was to fuck that guy off. But he was nearly as good as Miller this week. So um, how was your team? I I was happy after the last game Sunday. I wasn't happy going into the round, man. I was panicking all week. I had FOMO over not having Source, and then I, I restructured my team at the last minute to bring in Source and Krizlovich, of all people. Um, yeah, you got beaten by a team with Krizlovich in it. Um, but yeah, yeah look, the Source was a solid captain. He wasn't spectacular. Southeast Melbourne were awful. Probably the big, uh, big ones for me were keeping Parker Jackson Cartwright on the bench. He went off. 
and yeah, McCall was good in the second. Can sucked in the first, but you know, it did enough. Started Magnate and Wardenberg, and it, it paid off with all the guys losing Creek. Yeah, I I mean, like I started Creek instead of Wardenberg, so that probably only cost us five points. But I think I only lost by about five points to you, so that that still know, stings a little thing, bit. Four twenty-two versus three sixty-five. Did you did you get four twenty-two in the end? You're kidding me. Mm, four twenty-two. How many did Krislovich get? Ten. <laughs> Over the double. <laughs> Mate, we'll we'll answer a couple of these questions. Can I just stuck in? Can you just answer Theo's questions for me? Is this on tonight? Uh, it appears so, Theo. Well done for tuning in. <laughs> you must have got the notification. <laughs> um, and thanks for Braino for the new uh, for the new fits happening out here. I tell you what, yeah, you get good. to. I don't look. I'm skinny enough that this makes me look better, but you miss uh, some of Hammer's broad shoulders, so that stings a little bit. Um, um, Justin Pasco, um, he's got to let go from the West Tigers, but hey, he's living life. Um, yeah, free, free Pasco. I get it, man. Uh, Hammer has no idea what you're talking about. Now that we've done our, um, now that we've done our release, that it's actually Whisperer coming to the NRL show, not Hammer. So, um, sorry to disappoint. Great, great, great for everyone from the NBL show. Um, Theo did end up getting 402 this week. I think that's an above par score. I think that'll be really good. I think about yeah. three, I think 350, 360 will be par. Um, anything in the 400s will be in the top three or four percent. Do you agree? You'd think so. It's sort of, he's got to wait. Sometimes get those adjustments at the end, but that'll be thereabouts, I reckon. Um, what do I reckon? Um, I'm presuming this is um, to the Brisbane Bullets fans in the chat, which is me. Uh, what do I reckon is worse, seeing a crow eat a mouse or the Brisbane Bullets losing games? I'd actually rather see a crow eat a mouse, to be honest. <laughs> Although seeing Brisbane lose games is becoming quite regular. It's losing its novelty, isn't it? Yeah. Um. I see 374 for the box score bandits. That's what I saw too. Yeah, I think they haven't added up the captains yet. I've got the projected at 422. Okay, cool. No, that'll be all right. Maybe maybe I'll get a little bit of a bump too, which I'd uh, which I'd be okay with. Yeah, for sure. St- still finished behind you. I had the same captains as you. So um <laughs> yeah, solid. Look <laughs> Let's let's head into I suppose some of the games. Um, and the first one, um, Southeast Melbourne were. How am I going to sugarcoat this? Mm. Awful against Melbourne United. And when Melbourne United pumped the bullets last week, I was like, Melbourne either the bullets suck or Melbourne United are the real deal. But maybe Melbourne United are the real deal. Look, I, I think Melbourne are the real deal. Super coach wise. I don't love them. Schedule aside, they had, what, seven guys scoring double figures? They just shared it around so much. But the big one out of that one was uh, uh, JLA. He had 46 yeah. super coach points, 17 points, seven rebounds, seven block shots. Now, that was big. But to be yeah. fair, all he had was block shots really up until about three-quarter time. He went, he went bang in the last and, and patted those stats, but... Yeah, he had his way with Source. Source just struggled against the length, didn't he? 
He did. And what do you get? Three points for a block. Look, Source yep. was still the highest scoring Southeast Melbourne player, which yep. doesn't make me disappointed from a Source ownership. Yep. But, yeah, look, JLA versus Source, as a, as a Source captainer, I'd hope this would go another way. Yeah. Look, Source, he accumulated a lot. You know, he had the 16 rebounds go to 12 points, but he was just in a position. He was three of 14 from inside the arc and one of three from beyond it. He just, he just could not get his shot off, man. Um, it, it really struggled to pass the eye test. You know, and he played the 24 minutes. He didn't have a foul until about the start of the second quarter, I don't think. But um, finish on the four fouls, always close to fouling out. But that team around him is abysmal right now, isn't it? It looks lost. It does. And I'm presuming you're taking into account today's game, which didn't have Mitch Creek in it. Uh, Mitch Creek, yeah. 25 points. Uh, was ruled out after this one uh, for the next three games. So for those that have him, are going to have to trade him out. But you know what? I Look, second highest score from Gary Brown uh, wouldn't mm-hmm. have been that bad of a pod play if you got in Brown at his 340K. And, um, yeah, look, that, that would have been okay. He, he had a couple of turnovers. I think he's benefiting from not having Cummings there. Like, he's the ball carrier now. And there's, there's no share in that responsibility. So he's got the opportunity. Uh, some of his assists are down. There is not a lot of guys on that team that can hit a shot. Like the toilet's main man, Matt Kenyon, couldn't hit the backside of the barn. Uh, ben Ayer's been shooting pretty well, but he's not a volume guy. And then you look at the bench, that's, there's not a lot of guys. That's someone I wanted to free. talk about. That's someone I wanted to talk about. 17 super coach. Yeah. Yeah, um, he he was all right. And look, when you share the ball around like Melbourne did, there's a there's Bowen with 28 points, Bubbles with 27, Huck Porty mm-hmm. with 25. In our Podmasters chat, I have heard a few guys talk about bringing Huck Porty back in, but I think with yeah. Melbourne's schedule, I'm gonna stay away unless I bring in a captain. Yeah. Yeah, even so, like I did think about bringing JLA in this week instead of uh, Source, just giving it was that little bit cheaper, and I had some structural issues. But uh, I was sitting in that game thinking, I'm glad I didn't. Like, how often is he going to get seven blocks? And if you take away that what, seven threes, 21, 21 away from 46, you're not left with a huge score, are you? Like, he, he only had maybe what was it? He had 17 points, which he got late, the seven rebounds. Yeah, he threw a couple of turnovers. It wasn't convincing for me. And he hasn't been convincing or consistently big all year. Are you getting that feeling? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. It's hard. Like, consistency isn't there. But I think the upside and, like, scoring 46 in a game, you'd be ecstatic. Oh, be for sure. Air, but like a lot of guys the fact that we can keep source for another week, though, when you do yeah. that, hey, that's it too. A lot of guys took a punt on Ben Air. Uh, he had the seventeen super coach points, eleven actual points, but he, he's pretty one dimensional. And man, him and Sean Bruce have to be the two biggest blogs in the league. Like, I'm probably getting ahead. That second game, he he just about started a scuffle with Gary Clark over nothing. He, he's got little man syndrome. What do you know about? Mate. that? 
Oh, you've played with me, and I may have a little bit of a Ben Air effect out there. <laughs> Without the three ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, you were there that day that I hit three in a row. Uh, the old mellow. Yeah. That was that a good warm-up. Uh, that was a good warm-up. <laughs> what was it against? What was it against Roma? That was a that was a banger. Yeah. Put that one in the scrapbook. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I yeah. I just gotta dig that out of Glory League at some stage. It'll get played. <laughs> um let's have a look at what what do we call these? The uh the cyclone up there. Um Cairns Taipans got pumped. They were they were too be busy preparing the sandbags before this one. Um yeah, look, they just didn't look ready. Honestly, they just didn't look ready. Like New Zealand came to town to just took care of business and New Zealand haven't been a great team all year. No. They got blown away. Um New Zealand yeah. was solid in that game. But they look good. Cairns just look a bit dysfunctional. This is about the uh about the fourth game in a row they've had a different starting lineup. Is there an issue here with role clarity? Because they changed it up again in today's game. You guys just not know when they're playing. Yeah, I know. Like we, like we as Supercoach owners, owners, maybe we shouldn't have jumped on Josh Roberts. But you have a look, and they went really well with Josh Roberts there. And you just go, "Fuck it, let's get that guy in," because obviously the coach is watching the same game that we are. And then there's a completely different lineup where Sam Menenga's the best centre in this game, and then you've got Wardenberg, like. Not pushing in. You've got Bobby Clintman as, mm-hmm. you know, a backup to what Gak and Bullqual. Like, I just can't. And Jonah Antonio, like he was, he was about a bee's dick away from hitting a game winner the other day. Surely he gets some minutes minutes after that, and he gets mm. absolutely nothing. I just, I can't work this Cairns team out, and yeah. I'm only looking at Cairns under the microscope due to this. He, they've still got a double-double coming after this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think outside of Miller and Roberts, you just don't know what you're going to get each week. I mean, this is some yeah. kind of Forrest Gump shit, you know? Life's like a box of taipans. Um, you never know when it's going to bite you. Well, it's bitten us a fair few times this season, even with the schedule. Look, go back to Roberts. I was all in. I'm not going to say I was wrong. I just probably wasn't as right as I usually am. But he's cooked. Like, you're right, man. That game was special. It's the best they've looked. Miller had that target on the roll instead of all these guys that popped. Menenga popped. Uh, Wardenberg popped. Clintman popped. You know, like, it's really nice to have a guy who dives for the hoop. And he, he did a job on JLA, and now he can't even get in the rotation. Like, eight, nine minutes seems to be his, his ceiling now. And for negative one super coach points, that's a... Got to hurt for anyone who owns him. I, I abandoned ship this week. Did you still hold him? I've still got him, yeah, because I'd Ooh. spent that money to get Mitch Creek. Um, yeah, I could have sat well. there with, I could have sat there with a single on Lamb and got more points. Hundred percent. Yeah, I um, would have beat you. Let's not get carried away. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a couple other things out of this game though. Um, McCall had the seventeen. Fantasy uh, super coach points was very average. Keep going. I'd, I'd considered um, captaining him and 
fortunate. At this point, I was pretty glad I went with Source. Miller had 22, seemed to struggle. Uh, Wardenberg was solid with 14. The minutes were there. But other than that, the big other disappointment was Bobby Clinton. You know, 20 minutes, got the court time. This is after coming off a 22-point or 20-point first half, you know, last time he played. And five super coach points? I've got him on my bench, but I think I'm parting ways with him this week. Mate, I... Need to part ways with Creek, Roberts, and Clintman. So uh, I don't know what I'm doing. Look, there's, there's a comment here from the real Braino about when's it time to jump the off real these pants. Yeah. Yeah, or I'm assuming it's the real Braino. Um, yeah. He says... Great, great graphics. Yeah. He says, hey, guys, when do we start bailing on Cairns players? Because loading up on them lately has been awful. Understatement. Uh you know, I always had in my head, you know, you'd save a boost and, you know, you'd get off right at the end. I've got off Roberts last week. I think I might get off Clintman this week. Um, I'm almost at the point where I'm probably going to end up before their run finishes with just holding on to Miller, McCall, uh, Armstrong. Yeah. yeah. Possibly Wardenberg, unless I can think of a better way around it. But, yeah. You're right, Brano. They have been disappointing. And you're almost at the point now where the schedule's going to allow you to move on a bit. Yeah, and, like, if you look at the schedule, like, you nearly start looking at Sydney players. Uh, If you hold on a week and don't use a boost on some of those blokes, you look at Adelaide the week after. They have the best schedule over the four weeks after round 12. Mm. Um, We've just finished round 11, so that's, that's after next week. But, yeah, if you're using boosts, you start to think about, you know, your Sydney teams and, um, look, it's probably Sydney and Adelaide over the next four weeks, isn't it? Mm, moving into the end of the season with New Zealand and Illawarra starting to become relevant again. Talking New Zealand while we're still on the Cairns-New Zealand game, there were some big scores across the board for uh, New Zealand. And one that stands out to me, a guy we haven't talked about a single time this year, Rooster Vicious. 36 Supercoach points, 21-8-3. Doesn't he just scream Josh Roberts' replacement? Doesn't he ever. He'd be worth, what, a bag of boiled lollies and a paperclip? 117K, if uh, that's what that's worth. Really? That's that's surprising. I was bringing up. I was bringing up Rubster Vicious a bit earlier on in the year, and then his mm. role just seemed to go away or, like, you know, everything seemed to go to Lamb and PJC. Injured. Pro- yeah, injuries. It's still going to be hard with Rubster Vicious. Um, with, what's the other bloke coming back in? Um, uh, Cheatham. Cheatham. Yeah. yeah. Well, Cheatham was there on the weekend. He was meant to play, didn't hit the court, but was in uniform. I was actually hoping he, you know, he got on for 30 seconds and dropped 100K. But, um, <laughs> yeah, they're on a double this week. It's something to keep an eye on. If you're looking for a downgrade option, possibly, you could probably hold him on the bench if that role continues. But, you know, don't, don't you know, jump to that. I'm, I'm thinking out loud. I don't want to, you know, throw another Josh Roberts amongst the, uh, the group. And I know a flying toilet isn't there, but I do have to shout out. I have seen it on Twitter. Uh, Finn Diesel, Finn Delaney, 31. Um, mm. Look, he did call it five weeks ago. And, um, yeah, look, it come 
True. He still owns him, can I say? You you could put it. It doesn't matter, man. Like, one hot day doesn't make a summer. You can cook, you can put a cat in the oven, doesn't make it a biscuit. Like, he's he's not someone you're trading. (laughs) What? What? What are you doing with your cats? Man, tell me you've seen White Men Can't Jump. That's a great <laughs> quote. I just want you to see you elaborate a little bit. I, I think about that quote more often than I probably should. I, I just think how relevant it is at times and, and how often I don't use it. And this deserves it. Man, you, you are more than standard squeezing tonight. Wow. Should we move on to the next game? We should, um, unless you want to cover anything to do with Mango. Uh, look, he wasn't awful. He beat his break-even, had 16. I think his break-even was 13. I'm still holding. Um, his board center eligibility has let me do a few last swift maneuvers. Um, and I might hold this week before I look to get rid of him. But we'll see. He's He will hold cash at least anyway. So, yeah. yeah. Saturday, uh, man. First game. Go. Yeah. Um, Perth versus Jack Jumpers. Um, let me know what you thought of this one. Outside of Supercoach. Look, man, I I watched the first half. From memory, the, my beautiful Jackies, we were up 16 or something around half time at, you know, at RAC Arena in the Coliseum, getting it done. It was looking pretty good. Magne was looking magnificent. Uh, Still I went does. to bed thinking uh, this is in the books. Woke up the next morning, checked the score. Happened, man. Cotton on the buzzer, pretty much, to sink us and rip my heart out of my chest. Brutal. And it, and it was the Perth Wildcats faithful. It was, you know, the guys we expected. Referees. It was you. What's that? The referees. Yeah. Well, it was Cotton and Pinder, the guys that, if you think it's going to go well, it's going to be those guys, but. I was a bit disappointed in Doyle. I was especially disappointed in McVay um, for yeah. those that added him because he was sub 300K if you needed to get that. Yeah. So McVay happy in 42 awesome. super coach points from Magnet, though. That guy's a beast. Man, the double-double in only 19 minutes, 17-10 with the four blocks. This is – look, it was a little bit quieter today, but man, I think we can almost expect this from him. You know, thereabouts. Over a double round, he should pop up like this at least once in the weekend. Um, once again, Marcus Lee only played the eight minutes. Uh, Magne played almost 20. Uh, and my man, uh, Fabian Krizlovic, six points, four rebounds for 10 supercoach points, which was the difference. That's great. I'm so happy for you. I uh, appreciate that. You know, you know what? <laughs> I almost didn't go... Um, Krizlovich, and I was looking at Nick Marshall. That, that could actually work out all right, too. Um, I'm just glad that Ben Henschel saw the floor um, for his zero super coach points. Um, <laughs> shout out to Ben. Um, look, if ever you need a place to stay out in Toowoomba, you can come and see Hammer. Um, Man, I'll just check the box four. He played three seconds. Yeah, it was the best three seconds you've ever seen in your life. I tell you what. How the energy was a lot. Is he under 50K now? 
Uh, no, he's 58,500, and I don't think you can actually drop much further than that. But he might he drop further than that um, oh, yeah. coming into next week because price changes haven't happened, of course, yeah. being, for those that aren't listening, 8.54 Australian Eastern Daylight Time on Sunday. So mm, That's probably one of our worst calls of the year, Ben Hensel. I mean, that would have been one of your calls, that. right? Forward guard, bottom dollar. Um, he did go up a little bit. I think I made fifteen hundred bucks on him, um, which you know is about as much as I've uh, lost on the pokies over the years. So yeah, you've broken even. Perfect. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's let's go away from you, Jackies, because uh, I don't want you to be too sad. But Illawarra yeah. Hawks looked kind of good against Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. Tell me what happened in this one. Man, I'm just about jumping on the Jason Tatum, Justin Tatum hype train. Justin. Like, he's, let's call it 4-0. and Like, they lost one game by a point. So this is more than Jacomas did in three three seasons, right? Um, yeah, true. And they're passing the eye test. They look better. Like, the first game, the first play of the game, they had um, Gary Clark coming off a back pick to the alley of dunk. Like, they're playing an exciting brand. They're up and about. And I actually, for the first time this year, am considering starting to bring Jack, uh, uh, Illawarra Hawks in, um, given they've got that run at the end of the season. You know, Sam Froling's been solid. Gary Clark's been exceptional. Uh, Justin Robinson still wouldn't touch him. But Tyler Harvey had a good weekend. Tyler Harvey did. And Justin Robinson wasn't too bad in this one. He did get 27. Uh, and but everybody got buckets against Southeast yeah. Melbourne. Who well, I don't know. Like it's hard when you're trying to work out the playoff schedule, and I know it's only halfway through the year. But Southeast Melbourne were fourth or fifth, but the Bullets keep losing. Southeast Melbourne are thereabouts. Like mm. Cairns are still playing a lot of games, trying to get their bumps. Like yeah, like it's, it's still it's gonna mathematically be possible. Yeah, they could hit. They could hit. Yeah, and they just showed that they could beat the fourth best team by thirty. Like, yeah. Well, to be fair, I just don't know how they they were even in fourth. I I saw it the other day; they were fourth or third or something. Southeast Melbourne were, and I just thought to myself, they have not looked good all year. They had that one game um, just after they got rid of Cummings, and they looked looked inspired and, and got it done, but. They're a perennial underachiever. You think about how they went under Simon Mitchell. Offense always looked good. I used to love their high post action. You know, a lot of backdoor plays. I wish they'd bring that back. That was good. But, um, you know, their you defense the defense since day one. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think they're just going to implode again. They just cannot get it done on the defensive end. And probably the only other thing here is that Nader played, right? Yeah, did he? Um, I can't see him on the Supercoach score, so maybe he hasn't got added yet. No, he got added. He's um, He played 16 and a half minutes, had nine points, four rebounds uh, for nine Supercoach points. Look, yep. he's obviously a little rusty, um, but he's he hasn't long. He played basketball. Yeah. You know what he reminds me of? He reminds me of Matt Barnes from the Lakers. <laughs> you know when they yeah. have a championship, right? I don't yeah. know if it's the looks or... Or what? But he, he's that slasher kind of guy. I think he might be all right with them if they can get the rest of this. Hey, um, 
Look, Mr. C double B, um, big fan, comes mm-hmm. on almost every week. Um, just yeah. as your current tips for the top four, and I'm gonna rattle off mine. Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be Melbourne, Perth, Jack Jumpers, Kings. Hmm. I I reckon he might be pretty close. I think Tassie, they dropped two this weekend, but they seem to always get together. Um, Melbourne are light years ahead. That's a lot. Perth have started to come good. They're playing better basketball. I think that four spots up for grabs. And I reckon the plane this year is going to be wild. I'm going to say Illawarra make the plane. I'm going to say Cairns make the plane. Yeah. And at least one more team there. So Adelaide. That's Southeast Melbourne and that's Southeast Melbourne and Taipans missing out, right? So Southeast, Southeast Melbourne, Melbourne and miss. Bullets will miss now. Yeah. The Bullets will miss for sure. Southeast Melbourne will be thereabouts, but I'm also New Zealand, if they can string a couple together here, might be okay. I'd like to see New Zealand make the playoffs. I would. I just don't see it. Yeah. Five and nine at the moment. That's a long way behind. Yeah. Although, what do we get to get? One, two, three, four, five, six. Seven and nine is on the bubble. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's fair. Um, cool. Look, let's duck into some actual Supercoach points with these guys. Sauce, yeah. 33. Brown, 28 to go with his 26 before. Air, 23 to go with his 17 before. Um, mm-hmm. Ruben Tarangi back after the birth of his child in this one. Um, probably got an extended run due to how much they were getting pumped. And, yep. um, yeah, look, Illawarra, Gary Clark, Tyler Harvey, Sam Froling, and Justin Robinson all above 27 super coach points. You're going to love that, aren't you? You will. Gary Brown was ordinary in this one. He, he shot one of 12. Uh, he had six points, six rebounds, six assists. Stealing a block. Like, that, that 28 he accumulated, he did it the hard way. It did not look easy. He only played the 23 minutes. Source only played 24, but had 17 and 12. Probably just about fouled out again. But imagine if Source got, say, 30 minutes a game. That extra six minutes, that's a few more stacks. Like, that's an extra, almost an extra quarter of his playing time. You, you increase that score by 25%, he's looking pretty tidy. The difference between that is like Master Foods tomato sauce to Master Foods smoky barbecue sauce, which is the most elite sauce that you can get. <laughs> yeah. That, that's um, a pretty solid analogy. Yeah, thanks, man. means a lot. Um, let's head into Melbourne versus the Adelaide 36ers. Yeah. Um, and... Um, Outside of that extremely great highlight of DJ3J, uh, they have shortened the rotation in Adelaide where Mm -hmm. about five players get a really good extended run and Melbourne United played absolutely everybody in this one. Yeah, I I think this was over before it started. Adelaide, you know, they made it respectable in the end, but, you know, they were never going to win this. Uh, took Travis 14 and 11, had 37 super coach points. JLA 15 and 12, double doubled again. 
Deliver Dover, 13, 5, and 7. He was solid. Look, they just hit the scoreboard all around. It was it was pretty impressive. And it's impressive, but it's also worrisome because like they all came big in that game. But there are games where you don't know who's going to pop up, right? Like Travis, he's been hitting this. Yeah, Travis has been hit and miss, and then he comes great in this one. Like, I know a few people looked at him in this one, and I'd mm. love to leave an analogy, but Rob's punk has just told me to go and F myself um, in the chat and said, just leave the analogies to uh, to you there, mate. Um, but How do we give him a top fan badge? <laughs> <laughs> he can be a top Hammer fan. He, he popped on ours and Brano's chat the other day. And he just left one comment like, oh, I turned it off when I realized Hammer wasn't there. You just have 10 in the bin, my friend, and that's a yellow card in uh, in uh, FPL. So uh, we'll leave Rob, that there. Rob looks like the kind of guy who knows talent when he sees it. But um, look, <laughs> Adelaide 36ers, here's a guy that we've sort of been keeping an eye on since you just deceitfully told me late that he's forward center eligible. Jacob Wiley, 14 and 9 for 27. He could be in my team points. next year. Next week. <laughs> what, did you, what did you think of Wiley? I liked it. I think the way that he plays with his energy doesn't always translate to super coach points. No. But he's always in the top three or four with the 36ers. And it's either, you know, the guards or Humphreys or whatever. I think that Jacob Wiley is, I think his floor is 20. But I think his ceiling is 30, and that's enough. Yeah. Look, he played more minutes than anyone. He played just under 35 minutes. Um, but I think if you've got a matchup where there's a, a mobile power forward, like we're talking like a Travers, a Creek, someone like that, they don't have another guy because they won't play Galloway for some reason who's going to go with them. So I think matchup dependent, they're going to be very reliant on him playing big minutes. Why won't Galloway play? He had a DNP here. When, when I watch Galloway play, I think that he's a talent worth getting minutes in the NBL. Um, like, and I'm not just, I was probably watching him because I added him in Supercoach. And I mm-hmm. was probably, you know, putting him under, under a microscope for that reason. When he got the minutes, he hit his shots, he rolled to the rim, um, he wasn't afraid of the moment. Um, I think he was better than Alex Starling. Yeah. Look, I was talking to a mate about this today. Byron Galloway is where Jalen Galloway was two years ago. The only difference is Jalen Galloway has got the time, and, man, he was phenomenal today. And I was saying, we're Mm. we're talking about the jack jumpers in that game. We were saying... There's some big decisions after this season for the Jackies. There's some guys who are out of contract. Krizlovich is out of contract. Drimmick's out of contract. Uh, the three imports are out of contract. Bearstow's out of contract. So there's some space to move on the roster. Galloway not playing in Adelaide, he'd be a very solid fit down in Tassie. Um, I like his length. I think if he went to Tassie, he could become his brother. Yeah, and... The talent's there, and that's probably why we were looking at him. But, like, when mm. you see what Jalen's doing, you just start to think, like, why isn't Adelaide. he getting more minutes when there's absolutely nothing to play for in Adelaide? Yeah. And 
like you are blooding your, your youth so you can, you know, say to him, hey, we've given you a run. There's going to be opportunity next year. Please resign. Why not this guy? Do you, do you not want to resign him? Crazy. Anyway. Absolutely bonkers. Let's go into. Sorry. Um, I'm going to give you a moment. Uh, Sydney Kings 90 uh, took care of the Jack Jumpers, 82. Um, Jack McVeigh come back and gave it his all with his 29 supercoach points. Jordan Crawford, 21. The people that were thinking of captaining these guys mm-hmm. would have been really disappointed. Uh, Milton Doyle doesn't look back to his best. Marcus Lee and the Will Magne split was, I suppose, a little more than... A little bit more than what we probably expected at the start when he come back. Um, but tell us about your Jackies, mate. Are you okay? First quarter was good. And then it just seemed like they just it just wasn't there for him after that. Um, yeah, it just didn't happen. Doyle's been, been average this weekend. He's obviously fighting jet lag and, and some other stuff. Um, Crawford was good. Um a little inefficient. McVeigh was really good. He shot the ball well. Um, but, yeah, other than that, there is very little going on supercoach-wise. And, you know, Magne had 10. He had a couple of turnovers, so it could have been a bit more. But, you know, it bumped him up to, I think, a 53 or something for the weekend, which is very solid. I started him, which was I was happy with. Um, but that's about all you can talk about with the JJs. It was a forgettable weekend. The, um, the supercoach scores came on the other side of the bench. Is this the best time for me to bring up the fact that with the community team that I was I was too drunk on Thursday to look at it, so I had to bring in because it was my birthday on Thursday that I brought in two Jack Jumpers, uh, and I brought in McVeigh and Jordan Crawford. So uh, yeah, look, I'm glad McVeigh played well today because otherwise there would have been a riot. Yeah, wow. So if uh, we drop out of the top two hundred, it's your fault. <laughs> It's big year to take responsibility. <laughs> yeah, look, at least at least I mentioned it and didn't throw uh, Brano or Mick under the bus. But um, look, when it when it comes to the Sydney Kings, uh, forty four from Jalen Adams, thirty two from DJ Hogue, twenty nine from Jalen Galloway, mm-hmm. and I was sort of expecting one of those guys to drop off. Like I thought, you know. You, you were talking about NBL overtime the other day, and you were saying like maybe they should just start Jalen Galloway. Maybe they should, but I expected when Jalen Galloway was getting 30 super points a game that DJ Hogs would have dropped off. And whoever plays that four spot for Sydney just seems to get buckets, right? It's, yeah, it's, it's a strange offense. Like, it's very equal opportunity. It's kick it ahead. It's that, that kind of NBA G League spread kind of style. It's, um, you know, I don't love it. You know, I'm more of a traditionalist. But, um, yeah, look, 44 supercoach points from Adams. That was good. 15 and 10 assists. 32 from Hogue. The disappointing one for a lot of owners might have been uh, Jonah Bolden. Only had the 14. 17 minutes, 8 and 4. I've come to expect that from Bolden. Like, mm. if you actually watch a game, like, it's when he's hot, they yeah. just run with him. But when he's not, he's going to get you a 6 or 7. Um, And yeah. we've said it. Like, I think that was a bit more of a split where Hunter wasn't doing really well. Yeah. 
Bolden wasn't doing really well, so you've got to come to expect that. But I was pretty happy with Valentine. He was sitting on my bench, um, got the 24 yep. super coach points, guard forward eligible, which has given me a bit of flexibility over the last couple of weeks. I'm pretty happy. Good. Uh, in breaking news, though, the super coach scores have been updated. Um, I did have a 374. Fell well short thanks. of the projected. Um, top 3%. Have moved up. Great. I've the season um season rankings and the round rankings. Great. With my 365, um, and I implore everybody to check their super coach scores and put them in the chat right now. Um, but with my 365, I've been top five percent and I've moved up 29 spots. So um yeah, look, I'm in the uh, in the seven hundreds at the moment. Um and uh looking at moving forward. Beautiful. I've just cracked the top 4% overall. I'm uh, yeah, just inside the top 1,000, 929. Great, man. We're, we're making our run now. We've made the right decisions as we've gone through the last couple of weeks. So, um, yeah, I, it's, uh, I'm not America, 100% not sprint, sure. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we're going to keep plugging away. I still think I'm still targeting a top 200 finish. So maybe I'm being a little bit ambitious. Um, but let's have a chat about the second game that happens happened today. Now, oh, I went around yeah. to the old boys today, and you know what? I turn up, I have a beer. Anyway, he's got the cricket on the TV. Thanks, man. Means a lot. Um, <laughs> look, I the the cricket's on the TV, and Pakistan just start dropping wickets like flies, and I go. Man, there's not much here. I'll check the score in the basketball. Anyway, the bullets were down 20-odd, and I've just gone, let's go have a swim. Like It doesn't matter what happens with sport today. Mm-hmm. And I didn't see anything that happened, and I don't know if you saw it, but the bullets came back from 20-odd down? Man, it was an ugly game. I I watched most of it. And I went outside to do a few things, <clears throat> probably like the start of the fourth. And I came back. It was like maybe a minute left. And it was a one-point ball game. And then that wild finish. You know, Brisbane drives the hoop, kick out. Was it Norton? Hits a three on the buzzer, waved off just after time expired. Wow. Man, Cam's got to get out of jail free card on that one because it was ugly all around. And I'm disappointed. Look, I'm glad I didn't captain Miller. I really considered captaining Miller this week. Um, I'm glad I didn't captain him. But 19 points from Miller, 44 from McCall. Menenga was the center of choice again today. Uh, Josh Roberts, did he even see the floor today? Like, uh, they really shortened no, the No, They really shortened the rotation. So I got Antonio, minus one for DNT. Josh Roberts for the week. Yeah, like. Antonio and Josh Roberts have been pretty good, I thought. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I can't work this coach out. I'm going to ask Aaron Baines what he thinks. <laughs> he just about had a repeat of the last time they played today. He was he was ready to brawl. He always yeah. is. And, look, Aaron Baines has been not the centre that Brisbane thought they'd be. He's not going to get re-signed. I would imagine, look, Sobey had 30, what do you have, 39 super coach points today. He was, 
his super coach translated a lot better than his actual game did. He didn't look great to the eye. But um, I think Brisbane need to move on from Baines and Sobey. Like the experiment's been dragging on for a couple of years. I don't think either of them are great culture fits. Like, I think you move on. They're tying up so much money with marquee contracts. You know, you did a good job of clearing house last year. I think you really got to start again. It's, you know, you look at what's happening in Adelaide. McCarran, Kadee, these guys, there's a changing of the guard. And at some point, you've got to pivot and change direction, whether you like it or not. And maybe that's where we go. I agree with you. I know Bangers is on his way out, but yeah, yeah I'd. He's stealing the money. Yeah, I'm presuming we're going to have to bring someone in for Sobe. And yeah, I just don't know what else we can. I, like, I don't see anyone coming through juniors. Like, we keep a little bit of an eye on that being up in Queensland ourselves. And I don't see anyone coming through that can hold that spot like Sobe. Like, we've got to, yeah. we're going to have to bring fair, someone when, in. When Sobe first came into the league in Cairns, he, was, he wasn't this marquee guy. He was this skinny kid coming off the bench, and he was athletic. Like, his game has changed a lot over the years, from when he was in Cairns to Adelaide to Brisbane. You know, maybe they're a couple of years away from blooding someone, but I'll tell you who is legit. is Rocco Zakarski. Man, he had 19 supercoach points in seven minutes. Man, he was swatting shots like they were flies. He was, he was active today. Brisbane nearly need him to be worse than this so that he doesn't get drafted. Isn't he, he's a two-year plan, isn't he? Isn't he too young to get drafted this year? They do get to have him next year, right? I think we have him next year, and then he's going to... Like, you can enter the draft whenever you want, but the idea is him to play for two years. Yes, you are correct. Yeah. Look, I think if you move on from Baines next year, Zekarski's he's going to demand 20 minutes a game. He will be your Terrell Harris. You know, maybe bringing an import big to, to mentor him in the fourth spot or something. But um, yeah, he's he's rock solid. I wish I didn't trade Josh Bannon out because he had a break even of thirty five. He covered thirty three, and he's going to be somebody that I want further on. The man is a beast, and yeah. I, I shit you not, honest to God, on my Christmas list is Josh Bannon bullets jersey. Um, so whether my wife or my brother gets it for me, um, yeah, that man. Oh, sorry. I mean, at 33, can I call him that boy? Sure. Yeah, that boy. I tell you what, yeah. he does it for me. Yeah, man. He, he's rock solid, man. 15 and 10, you know, coming back from the head knock. And, and Mitchell goes back again to playing the nine minutes. It's pretty clear who your, who your starter is in this one. Look, Cairns, uh, Cairns was solid. Like, McCall, 44 super coach points. He almost double-doubled again, one assist shy. And what's been really impressive about him, like, he had the four turnovers, but it's not like the seven, eight turnovers we've seen, you know, previous years. He's, he's a little loose with the rock today, but he's definitely tidied that up. And two of two from the threes. He's hitting the shot now. No, he was good, and... What do you think about Taron over the weekend? Is that enough for you to keep holding him for a little bit longer? You alluded to it a bit earlier. Yeah, he looked better. He actually looked for his shot for once. I think he hit a three for the first time this year. 
Um, I was looking at his stat line. He actually looked, to the eye, he looked more active than he was. Um, I'm just concerned about the assists. This is a guy who, in college, pretty much led the nation in, in dimes. And it just isn't working. I don't know if they just haven't got enough shooters around or... Like, I saw a couple of plays today where Karen got the rebound and McCall's just, like, chasing him down to get the ball out of his hands. I'm like, Karen, man, you are the point guard. Tell this, you know, two, three man to go run the wings like he's meant to. It's, yeah. it's a difficult place to be a point guard next to um, Taj McCall. We've seen in the past with, with the point guards we've had the last couple of years, it's very difficult to play beside him because he... He's so ball dominant, he's going to get leather poisoned. <laughs> um, and Bobby Clintman disappointed. Probably it's hard when we do a recap and you sound disappointed in Bobby Clintman's five points in the first game. You know it's coming in the second game. And, yeah, eight this one. Um, yeah, look, it's probably time to go, Bobby. Yeah, drop cash. See you later, Bobby. I think at 190K, and I've saved a bit last week, so I've got a bit to play with. I think there's options in that sort of mid 200k range you could easily move on from. Um, it's probably going to allow me to move McCall finally to the forward position, um, and then you know I'll bring in, I've got Parker Jackson Cartwright on my bench, so I'm going to be looking pretty solid this week, mate. Um, now that lockouts happen, I can probably start considering a few trades. Let's mm-hmm. answer a couple questions, and in yeah. the background, when I'm answering some questions. You come in and uh, and work out some trades that you're thinking about, but okay. um, look, let's let's head into question time. It's question time. Let's answer your questions for the week ahead. Mate, as I duck down, I'm going to answer them all as we come across. Um, there's lots of chat about the West Tigers, which is probably the wrong chat for that. Um, can you just tell me what happened in that second Jack Jumpers game? Uh, Global's mentioning, um, and I'm presuming there's a lot of magnate chat in the. Uh... Yeah, look, it just just didn't happen. Got looks. We, I think it was the second quarter. We scored six points for the entire quarter. It was our lowest scoring quarter ever. It was. We just could not get good looks, and we couldn't even hit the ones that we got. It was. It just wasn't our day. Things just didn't work, you know. It's just disappointing that we, we should have got the Perth game. You know, a one-on-one weekend, you would have taken it. But, yeah, to drop two has been a bit ordinary. Oh, and two hurts, and it's okay. Oh, yeah. I can – you know what? I can relate being a uh, bullet supporter. Um, a warmer mountaineer. <laughs> hey, they won a game. It was against the uh, Port City Power I heard last time. So, uh <laughs> Um, yeah. Mr. CWB in the chat, is it worth holding Lamb rest of the season? Um, giving you know the fact that there's not that many consistent forward options, I don't hate it. I don't hate it either. Like, if you've got coverage on some of the singles, and depending on what your coverage is, like he's solid on a single if he's put up a 40 every week, um, and they do have the backloaded end to the season so you could do a lot worse than lamb he's been he's been rock solid up cheatham's coming back i don't know how that affects him it might be better you know because they play a lot of small ball where he he tends to go to center when mango goes to the bench almost if they don't play dame for 
Yeah, I, I don't hate it. Um, global. Uh, one of our biggest NBL fans, can I say? Um, okay. which team has the best fixture from now on? Um, and I would say if I looked forward a week, I would say that it's Adelaide. Um, mm-hmm. but heading into next week, it's probably Sydney, isn't it? Yeah, more than likely. Sydney's got the double this week. Adelaide has. There's eight teams on the double this week, isn't it? It's a big round. So it's a big round. So Sydney go 2-1-2-2. Why I like Adelaide is they have a single this week. Yes, Mm -hmm. whoever you bring in from Adelaide, you probably have to bench them this week. But then next week when there's only two on a double, they have a double and they go 2-1-2-2 after going obviously one this week. I really like Adelaide going forward mm-hmm. and Sydney. Like that's why I've held on to Denzel Valentine when the knee jerk reaction was to get rid of them. But yeah. maybe Sydney, like maybe a Jalen Adams or someone like that's a look going forward. Quite possible. And um, yeah, I think you've hit the nail on the head there. And that's, uh, that's probably the strategy there. And Adelaide has shortened the rotation. Like, there's some consistent minutes coming out of some of those guys now. Yep, I agree with you. Um, do you know much about the well, – I don't look too much at the um, at the referees at the NBL. Like, I know their faces. Um, mm-hmm. When I turn up to a local game, I know who they are. Um, but mm-hmm. who would you say um, costs a couple games – to the home oh. team as a uh, as a referee. Do you have a name to throw out there? Negros. Oh, sorry. Um, our friend with the great. <laughs> so I got caught again. It's been five weeks. Um, the, mm-hmm. the guy, the guy with the great profile picture. Um, what do you reckon he's got for you? Uh, look, I've probably got one. Um, one in mind. Uh. There's been some refs over the years that that have been questionable. Like you just got to look at when they go to the the third umpire for the coaches' challenges. How some of them just love to get their face on the close up. But look, the new the new ref this year, the guy's come over from the G League. He's had some really questionable calls of late. Um, yeah. But if right. you want a real comment on the refing, I'd go to DJ Vasilievich. He has a lot to say. He does have a lot more to say, and I enjoy the fact that his wage is getting wilted out, even while mm. playing in Adelaide. It just proves he cares. I think he's going to be in the NBL for a few years to come. Um, Rob's punk has said um, that Tassie were were robbed, mate. Um, he doesn't yeah. tell me that Brisbane were robbed. So, um, yeah, look, yeah. Uh, Rob punk apparently fucking hates me and loves you, so uh, that's great. Um, everybody's going to be trading out Roberts this week, I think. Um, what are you doing? You're going to trade out Roberts and Creek? Well, yeah, I've got to trade out Roberts and Creek. Yeah, that's that's the two. And I would love to trade out Bobby Clintman. I'm thinking about using my last boost as long okay. as when I look at the schedule, it um it sets me up. 
going forward. So maybe yeah, Illawarra, maybe a New Zealand player. If it means okay. that I move a week early on Bobby Clintman, because yeah. you know what we always say, like two games of Bobby Clintman worth somebody like that from a team that has a good schedule going forward. I think if you're from New Zealand or Illawarra, it's worth trading Bobby Clintman out now. Yeah. Yeah. More than likely. I'm I'm done with him. He's he popped up occasionally, but it's not what we're hoping. Like he would have started the next star's price of 115k. He got up around that 240 mark. We're selling now for 190. So we're you know, we're making 75 odd grand. Um look, take it now, it's only gonna get worse. Um Lamb or Cotton, uh, Theo is thinking Miller needs to go. I don't think Miller's a trade-out just yet. Miller? No. No, I think I'll hold on to him because, look, we, we talked about the minute split. Him and McCall, you're going to get that 30, 30 to 35 minutes if you're not. And he had a down round, but he's had some very big rounds for the last couple of, um, you know, couple of weeks. I, I'm going to hold the faith. You know, I'll have another week on the training track. He, he can't be that bad two weeks in a row. Just a bit of a shout-out. Uh, Dave from Do It For Jack is still number one uh, for the Damn. third week in a row. Um, so that's great. I really hope that we're going to try raise some money for uh, Hummingbird House a little bit, uh, something he's very passionate about. So hopefully he can keep it going. Um, yeah. Theo's also thinking Miller for Cotton and Clintman or McDaniel for, I'm presuming he's asking, who do you have in and around that 200K that you could bring forward? Um, I think Jacob Wiley or someone like that, don't you? I've got an eye on Wiley. I'm just, I'm just playing with my squad at the moment. I've, I've just had a look at Gary Clark uh, from Illawarra as a forward. He's a bit more expensive, but... um. Yeah, that sort of two hundred k mark's a little bit, a little bit hard to play with, isn't it? Let me just chuck my yeah, two hundred k is hard. If you've got two fifty, I think it gets a bit easier. Uh, yeah, who's relevant? Matt Kenyon at one hundred sixty seven. He seems to have a role, but he's not amazing. I just don't want to put it out there in case Paulet runs with that. Um. Why Webster, Ben Air. There's not a lot in that range. Mitch McCarron. Ugh. I, yeah. I know I've been ragging I know I've been ragging out on Rob's punk, but he's actually saying that we should make a soundbite about the fact that I said I really like Adelaide before. And I'm sorry, but the schedule's good and super coach wise, when they want to play four or five guys, like thirty odd minutes a night. Um, yeah. I'm going to pivot to them. The The coach has changed. Um, they're not a good basketball team. But when they're playing, who is it? Humphreys, Trey Cal, DJ3J, and Jacob Wiley, as many mm-hmm. minutes as they're playing, I'm not going to be too proud to say, I'm going to add one of those blokes. Yeah. I'm not going to say I was wrong. Just wasn't as right as I normally am. <laughs> Adelaide might exactly. come good. <laughs> um, Menenga in for Wardenberg and Miller in for Cotton. How do you like that for trades? No. Um, 
Menenga Warnberg, it's the same, same. Like, you're wasting a trade. Potato, there. potato. Tomato, tomato. Yeah, exactly. Um, Miller for Cotton? What's, what's Perth's schedule coming up? Look, Perth's schedule is two and then triple ones after that. I yeah. am not looking at Perth. I will add Perth players in round 16, but, mm. yeah, not now. Yeah, unless it's a one-week rental for a captain player. Well, it will um, be. For a point of difference. Like, I wouldn't even rent it one week unless you're captaining it. Um, yeah. But, hey, could work out. Could be that point of difference you need to, you know, beat Matrix in head-to-head. Like yeah. Krizlovic was this week. Yeah, Krizlovic cooked me. So, um, yeah, I can't wait to high-five him at one stage. Um <laughs> you do if you traded it yeah i'm gonna have to jump to do that for the record uh what would you do if you traded in doyle instead of crawford this week hold or try and go sideways to crawford asking for a friend no you hold doyle if you mm-hmm. made your bed you fucking line it exactly right you line that filthy bed and you think about what you've done no look, look doyle's gonna come good he's doyle will he's an elite player yeah he was slow. He just didn't shoot well. The whole team looked a bit out of it. It's not like he was in a funk and the rest of them weren't. Um, Crawford was good in the first game. Today he was okay. Like he, he carries the team a bit when they're struggling offensively. Like He can get a buck. He's good to watch. But um, look, Doyle's really the barometer for that team. And he'll have another week back at home, get, after, you know, get over the jet lag and, and everything else, and they'll come good. You know, They don't have too many bad games in a row. I'd keep the faith. In Doyle, we trust. In Doyle, we trust. And I think that's a good time to finish the stream, mate. Look, Mm -hmm. I know that people don't always expect us here on a Sunday, but I actually appreciate everybody everybody popping on on a Sunday. It's actually Mm. a good night. Um, You know what? The games have just finished. It's fresh in our mind. Not even super coach-wise. It's just more everything else is fresh in our mind. I don't mind the old Sunday. It's like going to church. It's cathartic. It's good for you. This is how you should spend your Sunday. Rest on the Sabbath. Exactly, man. And I'm going to rest tomorrow. So, um, yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks for popping on. And we will see you all on Tuesday, 7.30. Hard-ass Tuesday. Pizzas from Domino's (laughs) and uh, podcasts with Matrix and Helen. Exactly. I hope that Bottom Art puts on a special and I'll be able to get something good. So you've listened to an insight. You've listened to an insight fantasy sports podcast. Cheerio.